Should we just jump right into it? Sure. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is this is the show. This is Peculiar Pairings. My name is Matt. Welcome. I'm Celine, and we're gonna do some drink pairings and a story for you today. I, I think I should first start uh, by explaining exactly what happened to me. Uh, I thought it would be a good idea to feel good and refreshed before we recorded. And uh, uh, so I thought, I know, I'll take a nap like an hour beforehand. And in my defense, I am like historically terrible at napping. I can't do it. Uh, I, I've tried to like get better at it and just like have better sleep hygiene and stuff. But I, uh, I actually got to sleep, so that was a plus. But I woke up. Let's go. Yeah. I woke up uh, 15 minutes past when we had talked about recording. And that was not good. Yeah. But the thing I is, watched I watched the great, so I don't have any complaints here. I should, I should, I've heard good things. I should start watching that. But yeah, I, I was planning to have like a half an hour to uh, run to the store and do everything that I needed. I've made popcorn a lot in the past, so I'm like, I can whip that up pretty quick. Um, yeah. I didn't realize how long it was going to take me to be at the store because I couldn't <laughs> find the root beer that I needed or the, uh, the I wanted M&M minis. And I couldn't find them. So uh, I will admit, once again, I have kind of cheated this week. I, I do have <laughs> popcorn with M&Ms, but this is uh, some stuff that Lily had that was, like, pre-popped. So I... Oh, that That's actually... That's how mine looks. And half of it delicious. is burnt. That just adds it, some... Uh, what is that? Umami? Or, like, like, a savory flavor to it? It does a little bit. It, it's kind of weird. So I think much like the last time we recorded, uh, this one will have to have something of an asterisk for me. Uh, but I will say that so far the root beer float is working out. Yes, I enjoyed mine in my binge watching of TV. I <laughs> had all of mine, so it is empty. Yes, that is a margarita glass I put it in. That's fancy. I got those for free at work. Nice, that's even better. I have a few beer mugs at work, one of which I got for free. The other one I technically got for free, but nobody knows that I have it. <laughs> it was sitting, it, yeah, it was sitting in the break room for like a month and a half. And I talked to a couple coworkers as they would like walk in and, and I'd be like, I'd be just getting water or something. I'm like, do you know who's, whose mug this is? And they're like, no. So it was there for a few months. And when I quit my job, I'm just like, well, this is going home with me. This is now mine. I mean, yeah, you might as well if no one else is like. Yeah, if no one's on top it. of it. Yeah, if no one else wants it, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. So, any thoughts behind why we have root beer floats and popcorn today? Ah, um. So, the uh, this was actually a recommendation from a listener <laughs> of the five that we have. Uh, yes. Our cousin Dana was like, "Hey, you guys should try this uh, this cooked popcorn thing." With the uh, the 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 stuff inside, the chocolate, chocolate, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. I will say my only my only complaint or criticism about her suggestion is it had zero information behind it. So she sent us a TikTok <laughs> video that that had some very colorful looking candies in it, but there was it's no, rock candy. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've had that before. I'm pretty sure I know what that is but I didn't know where to find it. And I didn't know like 
what kind of oil they were using or I've also never yeah. seen anyone cook um, popcorn in a pan like that. Yeah. But either way, you, usually when they create videos like that, they, they have, hey, check out the link in the description. I'm going to put a whole recipe up there. It'll be super easy. That's true. This you know, did not have that no, at all. No, nothing. And, and what she sent, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, actually like a, a reel on Instagram um, that was posted yep. from somebody else. I followed the whole trail back to the original post on TikTok. And oh, my God. Yeah, I, I did a surprising amount of digging for it. Because I wanted yeah. to get as close, I wanted to get as close to what she suggested as possible. So maybe we'll try to do that specific one in the future. But uh, there was, yeah. So I found the original post, the original video, and there was just Damn. no information. It was just, <laughs> yeah. Which is also real weird Nothing because the video begins with like a bag of the candy, and he sort of mm -hmm. it looks like he puts it in the pan. And then it just breaks open and he lifts it up and there's already some kind of liquid in it. So there's, it's either yeah. with some kind of oil or it's stored with some kind of oil or he pre-measured everything. Anyways, no information. I'd say pre-measuring everything is probably what happened. Yeah, I would assume that that's what he did. But it uh, either way, the video provided zero information. There was no, no description for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mine Dan. The closest you get from me this week is, is just cold popcorn and, and M&Ms. It's delicious. Yeah, mine got stuck to my popcorn popper in like the bottom. So it was burning because I couldn't stir it. Oh, no. So, that was the other thing. Parts of I was... it cooked like really well. And then other parts of it just like are pretty um, black. Well, that's kind of what I was worried about. Because in all of the videos this guy has, he appears to be cooking it in a wok. I, I think he might be from Korea. I'm, I'm not sure where he's posting from, but he's clearly posting it in, in some kind of curved pan. And I mm -hmm. think that lends a lot to the heat distribution and him being able to cook the popcorn a bit more quickly. But that was going to be my main so. concern. Yeah, that was going to be my main concern with how I was raised to, to make popcorn just in kind of a big pot, which is a smaller overall surface area that you're getting heat from. But my plan was yeah. just to, like, put the oil in, and I usually put in, like, three or five kernels, and when they all pop, you know, the oil's hot enough, then I put the rest of the popcorn in, and I was going to put the popcorn in, stir it around a bit, and then throw in all of the M&Ms, and then just go to town. So I don't know mm. if that would have worked, but what, what was your process for, for cooking it? So when I make popcorn, you just throw everything in to the popcorn maker. Okay. So I have like the stove top one. You like turn the handle. And okay. with that, I just stand there and I turn the handle because that like mixes everything so it doesn't like sit in one spot and then burn. Right, right. But with this, the chocolate just like melted and was just really thick so I couldn't stir it. So that is what I was worried about burnt. happening. Yeah. I, I did like oil and everything too. So I'm like, ah, I tried. Well, I mean, yeah. the parts of it that did work out taste really good. I was going to say the, yeah, what you showed me on camera there looked delicious. I mean, I'm imagining, but you just used regular like chocolate chips, right? Yeah, I did the, um, I think I did semi-sweet chocolate because I figured that would be nice because it wouldn't be too sweet. Right. Well, yeah, That's so good. I might do at some point, I'll do a makeup 
uh, like try and I might like even without one of our recordings and maybe I'll do a, a video of it or something and see how it turns out. But yeah. that being said, I mean, uh, popcorn and chocolate is, is pretty hard to pass up. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's a pretty solid combination. And as for the root beer, that was just for me, like growing up, whenever our dad would make root, uh, root beer, whenever our dad would make popcorn, we pretty much always had like Barks root beer or a uh, mug if, uh, if we couldn't find Barks. Not that I'm dissing mug, we just tended to, to go towards Barks. And uh, so I figured Barks some root beer bad. would be good. Yeah, we got us some not your father's root beer, a little bit of, mm -hmm. little bit of spiked goodness. And then uh, I've never been super partial to uh, floats myself, but this is, this is really working out, I gotta admit. The float is pretty good. Yeah. I did really enjoy that. I will admit, I don't really know anything about what we're talking about today. So this doesn't necessarily pertain to the topic, but what are we talking about this time? Today we are talking about a-holes. A-holes. I thought you said a-holes. Like, well, okay. I'll step up. I'll put myself at the top of the list. If we're just talking about a-holes. We can start with me. That's okay. I get. You know, I have a list of assholes, exactly. and you're starting from the top and going so, from like, the least assholey assholes, the most assholes. <laughs> well, and I thought I heard you mention cryptids. Yes, or something. it is. So I was not expecting you to say a-holes. All right, so we're talking about a-holes. I, I'm going to assume this they, is like A-H-O-U-L or something, like Ahul? A-H-O-O-L-S. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's, that's why the pronunciation I'm like a little unsure about. Just I like a-holes. Like, these little a-holes. These little a-holes. They, they are, like I'm not saying they're not. Right, um, going through the sources real quick, I have... Cryptozoology.com, Second Wiki, Mental Floss, Cryptids.com, UnknownExplorers.com, and Reddit. Sweet. So, nice list of sources there for ya. And holes, little holes. They, they are an interesting cryptid. I've never heard of them until just like looking for topics. I was like. Googling unknown cryptids. I'm like, everyone's aware of Bigfoot. I was going to say, just real quick, real big. For anyone who doesn't know, a cryptid is sort of like a like a mythical creature or like a creature people seem to be fascinated with that we can't actually confirm is real, I think. We can neither confirm nor deny them. Okay. So that's, that's kind of what I've gathered from cryptids yeah, is that there's... There's sightings, there's some sort of science behind it, but not anything solid. Right. You're, so we got, you know, your, uh, your bridge trolls and your leprechauns and your unicorn. Wait, no, those are maybe more mythical creatures. Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Bigfoot. Yes. There. Loch Ness Monster. Bigfoot. Chupacabra. Yetis, Chupacabra, Mothman. Mothman yeah. is, Mothman is one we'll talk about, but... Awesome. You know, he, he's I, pretty big. He's got his own festival going now. Yeah, so. I do know a little bit about Mothman. I like that story. Discerning stuff between Ohuls and Mothman was kind of interesting because a lot of his stuff is showing up. Oh, really? Yes. Since so he, he's they're both the winged animals. creatures. So. Oh, okay. 
they have that in common. And people say that they look like large bats. Okay. But like the size of people, if that um, makes sense. They're Batman. Yes. They, some people say it looks like a large flying primate, which I immediately thought of the flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Not just like dropping out of the sky and you're like, I'm scooping you up and like carrying you away. Yeah, that's a good visual. I could see. I mean, that's both terrifying and kind of adorable. The size of them has kind of been a little hard to pin down. Yeah. Some are saying that they are the size of like a one-year-old child. And others are saying that they're definitely bigger than that. I'll be honest, I think I would rather have a more like adult human. I, I feel like I would rather run into a more human, like fully grown human-sized one than a baby one. For some reason, I feel like a baby-sized one would be somehow more terrifying to me. I think the reason I always think that baby animals in, in the sense of that, like, whether it's like a more predator type animal is that, you know, they're never alone. I was just going to, yeah. <laughs> and that is like what scares me more and it, is that it, I know they're not alone and that like their mom's like lurking in the background somewhere yeah. and I'm like, Ooh. And it and it there always seems to be a sort of like weird inversion between like the cuter the babies are, the more danger you're probably in. Like so, little bear oh, yeah. cubs are adorable. Oh like, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna try to like pet a little bear cub, and then all oh, of a sudden their mom is gonna. Oh yeah, and their mom can just tear you apart with one paw. Oh yeah, she will rip your head off of your body. That's. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing I'm not quite sure is, like, if they're the size of, like, a one-year-old child or the size of, like, a full-grown adult, because they're supposed to be three to four and a half times larger than the largest recorded bat, which oh, okay. is, like, the size of, like, a medium to small-sized dog. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know bats called... could get that big. Yeah, it is the, I want to say it's the fox bat Sweet. is the name of them. They're, sounds... they're large, and like most bats, they can be pretty cute. Absolutely. And, um, there is this very famous bat whose name escapes me. He's like a 30-year-old bat, and he is like a fox bat. And he's like, he's like the size of a small child. Oh, oh, yeah, they're they're fruit bats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Those ones are yeah. adorable. I think it's I think it's fair to say that the majority of like your average cave dwelling bats are tend to be very horrifying figures. But yeah, fruit bats are just adorable. And I think I know the one yeah. you're talking about, where he's so old now he he can't fly, but the nurses yeah. will like pick him up and like kind of they, like put him up him around the room and hang down upside yeah. down they like carry him around yes yeah, that he'll, is he'll do the flapping and, and he like he doesn't know he's not flying but they like yeah it's really adorable it's kind of cute yeah so listeners if you don't know what i'm talking about look look up that bat and then picture something that's supposed to be three times or a little bit more larger than that and that is the size of Okul's is that. Adorable so, and terrifying. Yes. 
They are covered in short, dark gray fur. So more of that darker color. They have very large black eyes. Some people say they're more like a dark brown. They have flattened forearms that support their leathery wings. So, you know, very bat-like. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, almost like a bat. Yeah, and they do kind of have some of those, like, darker red-brown shades in there, so. Like a fox bat. Very, like a fox bat. They look like large fruit bats. And some people say they have a monkey-like head. Oh, that would be horrifying. So that, yeah, that's where it starts to get, like, more creepy. Or you're like, oh. Yeah, it just shifted a from being really A bat head creepy. with a monkey face. Yowza. Ooh. Little that, bat body. Yeah. The monkey head. I kind of forget that the winged monkeys from The Wizard of Oz are, like, just regular apes, but then with sort of, like, But, like, crow. wings, yeah. But, like, yeah, crow wings, I think. I think they were feathered. Just a yes. giant sort of fruit bat body with an ape head on it would be horrifying. Yeah, and they do have their wings, like, attached to their bodies. Like, mm -hmm. so they're not like the flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz, where it's, like, separate on their back. It's, their wings are attached to their arms. Yeah, this is like the, like the a scary, bat. yeah, this is like the scary stories to tell in the dark version of The Wizard of Oz. Of a bat. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, some people say they have a fattish man-like face. What? I, mean, <laughs> like, I don't really know what that means. Did they have to say fattish? I, I don't, I, I don't know. They, I don't, geez, I, I don't now, know I mean, what they're trying to say by that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a man-like face, but it looks like a monkey. It's, I mean, people are so judgmental. You have to put fattish into that kid? I mean... It was just unnecessary. Yeah, just being mean. But basically, I'm I'm gathering that it's a mix between a man and like a chimpanzee. Either way, ugly ape, bat creature. Yeah, uh, they are carnivorous. Oh, good. so way scarier than a big fruit bat because they could eat yeah. your face if they want to. Yeah, and they will. They're hungry for it. They're coming yes. for that face. They. Mostly eat fish, but may also eat, like, oh, small gosh. birds. Okay. So, I mean, humans aren't on the menu. That's fine. Um, it is actually rumored that they like to eat human flesh or have a taste <laughs> for humans. <laughs> but... I don't think I've been in a more perfect situation of speaking too soon. It's <laughs> just like, well, okay, good. Well, at least You're they'll... Like, oh, no, we're good. Just no, kidding. They... Their main diet is fish and birds because that's what's yes. available. But if some they, dumb dude is walking through the forest, they will eat a white guy. They'll eat a yeah. No, egg. they're they're opportunist though. They don't like to put in the effort to like take down a human. Okay. If someone like is this is probably a really terrible example, but if someone's like hiking in the woods and something happens and they die, then they're like, ooh, I'm not to try for my food. It's like right there. I, That's kind of more what they do. They are starting to sound more like a faddish man. That's for sure. Like, <laughs> I, eat that human. I really like humans, but there's a bird right here that I could just grab and eat. I don't, 
We'll see if he trips. Yeah. See if he trips in the floor. If he if he bumps his head, oh, then I'll we'll see. I'm not gonna fly yeah, down and see. tussle with a human for one snack, you know. There. Yes. They live in the jungles of Java in Indonesia, and have also been sighted in Papua New Guinea. So we don't uh, necessarily have to worry just yet here in America. I, I actually waited to let you finish the list because I was just going to jump in when you said Indonesia and I was like, oh, okay, so we don't have to worry about it here. And I swear like, to God, you, wait, you were going to be like- Wait, I swear to God, she's going to say- like, Yeah, exactly. Kentucky. Also, the, the Midwest of, of the United <laughs> States, specifically St. Paul, Minnesota. Like, God damn it. <laughs> no. I'm not safe. Why? I'm not safe anywhere. They're primary- No, they're mostly- yeah, they're mostly in the deep jungles of Java and New Guinea, so. Love their coffee. We don't have to worry about well, that. Case closed, in, right? I, I mean, yeah. Case closed, we're done, woo! Yeah, we're done, all right. Quick episode See you next week, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> so they also have a variation of Ophuls, which is called the Ropin, and that's the one that lives in Papua New Guinea. Okay. So they're they're basically the same thing but in different locations. So they're they, they're all a fools, but the rope in specifically is Papua New Guinea. Yes. Mm. And the rope in is it's a little different because they have a tail. So that's they're very similar, but then ropins have a tail. Not really and not really being also, super distinguished. Some people think they have like a bioluminescence to their fur. Okay, now thank. Okay, in Papua New Guinea, now you're giving us something good. Yeah, yes. that's I like that. Not only can yes. they see in the dark, but they glow in the dark. They glow in the dark. They hunt in the dark. They live in the dark. Yeah, they are the night. They are the dark. <laughs> they literally are Batman. Batman. <laughs> oh yes. my God, it's Batman. We solved but, it. It's Batman. But they so they fight crime, right? That's like their main thing. I think they're too lazy for that, though. Oh, right. I already forgot. Faddish man, not going to go for their favorite treat if they don't have to. It's like, yeah, yeah, they do it when it suits them and it works for them, not because they, like, want to. When it bat suits them. Ha-ha. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That wasn't. Yes, but um, unlike bats, they have very strong legs. Oh. So they don't skip leg day. Hey. They go every day. Every day. When you're a when you're a, an ahul, every day is leg day. Exactly. They're like, so, I don't even need these wings. See these I need stompers? wings, I got my legs. Exactly. Clomping around the rainforest or just forest, wherever the hell they are. I don't know if it is like a if it's more tropical rainforest type in Java. Yeah, we don't know and we're not looking it up. Exactly. But they, you know, they're nocturnal. They like to sleep in the dark. They got really strong, swole legs, <laughs> which were, are believed to be meant to pick up and carry away their prey. Oh, okay. Right. And they're swole a hole. Swole, oh, yeah. Yeah. Swole holes. Swole assholes. Swole hole, yeah. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. They are believed to be large enough to be able to pick up people and carry them away. Now that but again, is, 
that is like so much work for them that like I mean they're not really gonna do that. But still that yeah, that is genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Like the idea of if you meet a coyote out in the wild or or even like a single wolf, generally they're going to avoid you. They don't want to go through the work. They they know that humans aren't a good thing to tangle with, but every so yeah. often there's that one crazy wolf or rabid, you know, coyote you're oh, gonna meet. Yeah. You're like you definitely don't want them coming at you. Yeah, just, it takes the wrong one to, like, swoop out of the sky and carry you away forever. Yeah, they've just, they've been hungry long enough. Or they've just been jonesing for human for a while. They're like, yeah, they're I just like, you can't know what, I got that itch I can't scratch. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Exactly. So they are believed to be descendants of pterosaurs. Okay, so that's awesome. dinosaurs. Yes! Okay, I'm on board for that. So, you know, like chickens, because chickens are from dinosaurs. And, I mean, that was my alligators only... and crocodiles are dinosaurs. Yeah, that was going to be my only criticism, is the idea of, like, I don't know how many things we, we know of that evolved from something that specific into completely different types of creatures. Chickens. Well, yeah, ch <laughs> chickens. <laughs> I don't know how many relatives chickens have that are mammals. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming an ahul is a mammal. If uh, Yes, I believe they are more mammal-like than reptile-like. I like the idea of uh, a giant fruit bat essentially evolving from a pterosaur. I do like that. And just a little background on pterosaurs is that they're a reptile-like dinosaur that you know, is extinct, living about 65 million years ago, and they have similar features like the large forearms that ahuls have for their wings. Swole pterosaur. Oh, yeah. I, I could kind of see it. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, every day for them is arm day. They got to fly and they got to get their, yeah. yeah, every day. It's just a total body workout. It is. They have been spotted like squatting on the forest floor like with their wings tucked in. Aww. Which is definitely like a more bird-like stance to they're like have your wings closed and like pressed to the body. They're starting to sound cute again. Um, down on the yeah the very the short description I saw for that was like when people stumble upon that, it's really startling because they're not sure what it is. Right, yeah. And it just kind of stops and looks at you. All of a sudden, they feel like they're in an episode of Doctor Who with, like, the weeping yeah. angels, and they're just looking at them. They're like, don't move. And then it starts just chasing them. They're like, okay, move, move, move. Move faster like, no, and go no, no, faster. No, 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 Yeah. But they're yeah, just they... lost in this. Yeah. They are thought to be extremely territorial, though. Oh. That would explain I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just towards other animals or just in general. A lot of the information right. I got was like really vague. Funny that funny that a, a cryptid would have vague descriptions about it. Like we we haven't really been able to study it, so we don't have specific information. I know. I'm gonna come right out and say it. I'm I'm really on the skeptic side of pretty much any cryptid. So, like, the idea of, of them being like, we don't have 
really solid information on the Ahul. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fine. I'm, I am aware. Yeah, if you ever it's, capture one, then come let me know. I mean, it's kind of like when people are gathering stuff for Bigfoot and they're like, well, we heard this noise. I'm like, I really hope just because I, I think this in general would actually be really funny is that you've got one group of like people hunting for Bigfoot over here and then you got another group on like the other side of the hill and they're like calling to each other <laughs> thinking that the other is Bigfoot and they're like oh my god we got such great evidence yeah and, like, and they're both filming and the I think that was yeah that was the guy but then you look at the other footage and it was just one of the other dudes who bumped his toe on like a rock or some shit <laughs> but then like the other that people that's start calling what back oh without a, just, I think I think you're right without a doubt yeah, and I feel like this would happen with other cryptids. Like, you get really into it, you go hunting for them, and then you're, like, calling to other groups of people looking for the same thing at the same mm -hmm. time. I feel like that would actually be really entertaining. For sure. Oh, that would be a good show. That would be a great, like, reality TV <laughs> show. Like, pitting, pitting cryptid hunters against each other in the same, like, set of woods. Here, you take this, this call. Travel channel. Write this down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whoever's listening, come on. Give one group this one kind of call. Give this other group another kind of call. And be like, all right, now just just go out there and start using these and see what you hear. Like, gather info. Like, this is yeah. so important to research. I will admit, though, I'm convinced that all Bigfoot sightings are just bears without hair. <laughs> if you've ever seen footage of a hairless bear, it's got, like, mange oh, or so weird looking. And they walk on their hind legs. It's creepy. But they, bears, like, the way some of them move. Mm-hmm. It ain't no mm. cryptid. That's a paw in your face that'll take you down. Oh, yeah. Um, with Ukuls, they're also thought to be related to the Kangamato, which is more reptile than it is bat-like. Oh, okay. Dragons. But, yeah. And they're also thought to be related to the orange bati. And I, d I don't know what that is, so. <laughs> it's Great thrilling research on my end. Deep, deep, deep pulls from every angle. We got, so do you know if the orange bati is any kind of bat or? I don't know, but I could do a quick Google search and see ah. what we can find. Orange body. It's basically like the same thing. Okay. In Southeast Asia. It's another ahul. Yeah, although I feel it looks like it's more tied into mythology, but a lot of the images oh, wow. are the same. It looks like a flying monkey. Oh yeah. That hybrid. Orang bati. That is the, really cool looking. Yeah, some of them, I'm like, if I ran into that on the street, I'd, I'd be afraid. Oh, yeah, this thing I, I just looked up here even says, uh, ostensibly related to other winged monkeys like the Jav Jav Javan, Javan, Javan Ahul. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Uh, possibly even related to the North Americans. Oh. Okay, here's another episode. The North, I thought, I almost misread this. The North American Bat Squatch. 
Come on. <laughs> we got to do, oh my God, we got to pull up some research on whatever bats. That just sounds like someone at Halloween who mixed two costumes together at the last second. Um, bats it's like, what? I am a Sasquatch and a bat. Or like, yeah, or like it's an alternate universe DC comic of Batman, but it's like a universe that's all Sasquatch people. I'm, <laughs> bat, I'm bat Squatch. That would actually be pretty interesting. You're damn right it would. And then Batman from our universe goes and, and fights fight alongside. Yeah, they, they, they fight first. together. No, no, no. They fight each other first. Because Batman's okay, like, what like the Batman fuck is that? Like Batman Superman type thing. Ex exactly, yeah. Because oh. we got two heroes who are coming together to fight a common enemy, but they think that each other is the enemy at first. And, yeah. uh, oh, Batman and Bat-Squatch. And then they team up to fight the, and a hool. Damn. Yeah. All that right, is... DC, are you listening? Write this down. <laughs> Write this down, we have ideas. We're just giving so many other companies gold right now. I know. So going back to the Ahuls, um, with their opportunistic tendencies, they're really good at grave robbing, <laughs> which I think is how they got the taste for human flesh in the first place is they needed food. So they kind of like. That is a horrible first bite of human. I know. I feel like that's not what you want i mean yikes yeah that is uh although it does make me feel a little better if if the type of human flesh for which they have a taste is already dead and rotting well then you're probably not going to get attacked just walking around the forest you're less likely yeah. to anyway that's true you're you're like a little bit safer yeah but grave robbing Ugh. I know. I'm like, damn, what little opportunists. They're like, ooh, <laughs> this person was just buried. We're eating good tonight. Let's Being go. Yeah. Well, that also seems like not super opportunist in the sense that, hey, now we gotta we gotta dig out this body because they already buried it. Like they're generally not gonna leave a body just sitting out for like the funeral the next day. You bring the body to the hole, you have the funeral, you put it in the hole, you cover it with dirt. So now they got to fly down and use their swole ass legs to dig Maybe up this body. Maybe that's why their legs are so swole. They just like kick it out real quick and yeah. they're like, yeah. No, they flap it away with their wings. They can just, they can just flap away all the dirt. Make a little dirt tornado. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They could do that. A whole They have options. A whole yeah, they got options. Yeah. It's not Sharknado, it's a Hulnado. Exactly. We got another movie for you. Sci-Fi Channel, a Hulnado. <laughs> they got a whole So many ideas today. Yeah, they've got a whole neighborhood of bat people. Uh, a whole, like a, a whole. Uh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I got you, I got you. Got you it? He got all right. I got it. Good stuff. Yes. So with their <laughs> bioluminescence that they have, it's, I already forgot about that. That's awesome. I know, I know. They are thought to be what's called the Roken lights, which just look Ooh. like little flashing lights for like five seconds, just rope kind of lights. randomly at night. They're basically rope lights. Yes, they're rope oh, lights. They they move erratically. Don't really make much sense. They've been reported by a lot of Western visitors. Really? So I guess 
everyone just living there is kind of like, yeah, that's just the way it is. And then like <laughs> someone from Europe comes over and is like, what is this? I don't like this. This oh, isn't normal. <laughs> that's just your general European. Uh, uh. Uh. Oh, these I lights. Mean, they, they speak so many languages over there. I can't do all of them. So oh. that's just general displeased person. Oh, oh I don't like this. No. Oh, the, I'm from the Munchkin Guild or something. No. <laughs> Goddamn lights. I'm from no. the Lollipop Guild of Munchkin. Lollipop no. Guild. No. How dare you? <laughs> Just lights. So, yeah, so they, there have been quite a few different reports of people seeing them and being like, we don't know what this is. Uh, rope and lighten. They're... It's just German rope lights. They're yeah. not fooling me. Yeah. Like, there are these flat, giant flying bats. They glow in the dark. I don't know what to do with this. I do kind of want one as a pet now. Like, just kind of hanging out in the corner sound, while I like, sleep. kind of cool. And then every so often he flies down and tries to eat me. <laughs> I'm like, no, get away from me. No, I am not your dinner. Go back up no. on the ceiling and be my rope light. Just stay up there. Stay in your home. Yeah, just stay in. Yeah. You can come out when I go to work. Fly around. Chase the dog. <laughs> your poor dog. Yeah. Famous would be so upset. She's not going to, yeah, she's not going to like it. She's, she's not. Um, so a lot of people brush off sightings and reports of ahuls as large owls or other large birds. Like, a lot of people have said they're more similar in size to like an albatross, just because they're oh. supposed to be so large. Yeah. And I mean, I've never seen an albatross, so I, I can't really equate the size as to what this bird is. I've only seen the, uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, that's cartoon show, movie, Disney. Down on Rescuers? The Rescuers, I think. The Rescuers. Yeah. And they have, uh, I think at one point they fly an albatross. Don't they have like an albatross? I think so. Friend? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say their friend is an albatross. So, I mean, they're still like really large birds. Right, yeah. And if that movie is to be believed, looks similar to a seagull, but giant. I don't want to see I think so. I don't want to meet one in real life. I don't either. Regular they... seagulls are annoying. True. I don't need one the size of a, like a large land cat. <laughs> land cat. Mm -hmm. Are there non-land cats? Never mind. Uh, My brain's gone a, a couple different weird places. No, seals are more like dogs. Seals are good guess, like though. Dogs. They have they have that kind of the yeah the the face the, the, the size the of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're and they're kind of pudgy face with the whiskers and stuff is cat like. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they're more closely related to dogs. I think just the way they act is more like a dog. Yeah, very uh, treat-driven. They seem very uh, affectionate towards humans. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can do that with quite a few animals in general. True. Food rewards. Cats. cats are dicks. <laughs> cats, 
Cats are in a league of their own. They domesticated themselves. So, anyway, one of the first sightings of an Okul was in 1925. Someone just saw it and was like, hey, I saw this really large bat thing, but it wasn't a bat. Uh, no, everybody was like, we gonna, we gonna do anything about that? And they're like, mm, nah, <laughs> probably giant bat. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was just gonna say, it's Indonesia in the 20s. We're not going into the woods. It's a giant bat. Get over it. They're like, yeah, just, just don't go in the woods. The, one of the next times it was sighted was in 1935 by famous biologist and entomologist Evelyn Cheeseman. <laughs> and she saw the Rothen in Papua New Guinea. And she's, there's kind of been some debate back and forth as to whether or not they have been made up by creationists as <laughs> an animal. Okay. That seems real weird, but why, why would creationists I, be about it? <laughs> I don't know. There seems to be some debate between the scientific community and cryptids being like, no, this is from creationism. You're like... <laughs> well, uh, I will admit... <laughs> Considering the whole basis of their beliefs is that there's um, a god who will just will something into existence, I mean, I guess it would be it would at least be easiest to attribute it to creationists, where they're just like, boom, it exists. Bam, Bam. there it is. Bam, it's, there's another one. Another God's one. Just, yeah, another one. God's just like, another I got one. a whole group of ahools up here. One of them's a rope light. One of them's a Monkey guy. One of them's just a giant bat that eats children. Yeah. I mean, and they I'm, don't eat children. And I'm sending cheesemen down there to find the Batman. Yes. There, 1930s. Nobody, the last time they were sighted, nobody believed it. I'm sending cheesemen down there. She's a European. She's going to be out like, oh, no, Ropen. Ropen, like, where's she from? She's from Britain. So she's from England. Okay. Oh, I don't like this at all. Oh, no. No, not at all. I'm not a fan. Is that a rope light up there? Oh, oh my. Dear. Oh, dear. Oh. Good Lord. Someone no. call the Queen. <laughs> call the Queen. Queen. We have a new yes. discovery for England. Or she's just, she's just like, oh, yes. Oh, I'm bringing that back home for sure. <laughs> she's like, shoot it down. Shoot it. Get it to me. Rope enlighten. Click, click, whatever up in the sky. That there. Shoot it. Shoot it down. Bring we'll it to me. Home. Oh, God, it's all over my coat. Oh, well, then. dispose oh. of it. Then I guess we'll just do that. Uh, ironically, I was going to turn it into a coat, but I don't want it on my coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, ta one, one of the other sightings I was able to find was in... Kansas, of all places. Shut up. We give a little shout out to Reddit user Shut Up Billy. Really? <laughs> yes, that is that is their. Oh, the internet is, is so it called dumb. a username on Reddit? Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's username, their poster, username. ID, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You they... said this wasn't in America, Kansas. Son of a bitch. 
It's only in Kansas. It's not like it's coming to your house. This is how it happens. It spreads. First it, <laughs> first it shows up in Kansas, and then it goes everywhere. Because Kansas sucks. Who so, <laughs> wants to get out of there? <laughs> I mean, Kansas is pretty boring. It's pretty Virginia boring. Through Kansas? Yes! Ooh. You don't know where it begins and where Nebraska ends. It's just like... It's, just, it's all the same. It is. You can, everywhere. Any, any cryptid that shows up there is just going to be like, well, this... This fucking blows. This sucks. Yeah, who the fuck? God damn it, Miss Cheeseman was like, I'm going to play a prank on those Yankees over there. She <laughs> just like comes over here and releases it into the mm-hmm. wild. And then, it, and then it just stands there like, what? why? And then she's like, ta-ta! Back to the queen! We'll see you later. Fly, my monkeys, fly! This is actually starting to sound more like The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! It's a bitch! Kansas! Flying monkeys! Weird British oh. lady! Son of a bitch! It all it all comes together! I just I was that was a turn I was not expecting. Damn. I and just, I wrote these notes. I just became a believer. Holy shit. Oh, that old guy who wrote that book knew yeah. something. He met Cheeseman. I, oh, I, I don't know if Shut Up Billy did, but hey, let us know if you listen. All right, Billy. It's time for you not to shut up. This is when you've so, got to get on the horn and let the world know. Their wow. sighting was in southern Kansas on their way to work in the middle of the afternoon, 1230. <laughs> just on a local county road, just, you know, back road area mm-hmm. they're just you know driving their vehicle i don't know what kind of car they drive so i'm trying to not assume it's kansas it's a truck it probably it's probably a truck <laughs> so middle of nowhere nobody around and initially they thought it was a very large bird like an albatross he's sitting there like I've seen vultures, I've seen eagles, but I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that a Kansas albatross? That's one of those Kansas albatrosses. And then realized it didn't have a beak. It looks more like a bat. He's like, well, what the fuck is this bat doing out here in the middle of the day? Like, what's that about? And then said it looked more like a flying fox type of thing that like didn't have a tail he's like i don't know what this is somebody help me also it's not glowing it has no tail it's not glowing if my cryptid knowledge is correct this is not a robin but it could be an a hool a holy shit all right this guy's doing a lot of weed so just to just to reiterate (laughs) he's much a little too much this is this is supposed to be a first-hand tale from reddit user Billy, shut up, Billy. Yes. All right. I mean, paraphrased by me, but you know. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, yeah, Billy, you can go ahead and shut up again. <laughs> so, he's like, I'm on my way to my Papa Murphy's job. Is that holy shit? That looks like a Batman fox. Yeah. Truss. Balbatra, oh. Batman fox truck. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that Billy's necessarily a super reliable source. Yeah, so then quite a few other people in the subreddit were like, oh, is it a flying fox bat? Is it this? I'm like, they don't, they don't have those in Kansas. They have, right. they have the little bats. 
They're like the yeah. size of a chipmunk or a squirrel. Yeah, the little squeaky ones. So, yeah, the little ones. I mean, that's what we have is we have the, the little ones. Yeah, the real super yeah. ugly ones with the big ears and the big noses and whatnot. The, like Christian noses that are like... Yeah. Yeah. That's why they hunt in the dark. They're just, they're just creepy looking. They are. They're pretty weird looking. They don't want people. Yeah, they're just, they're just shy. They don't want people to see them. They think they're not gonna, you know, be impressive to look that at. And too. So there's, there's not much, much known about them. But I can tell you that they have a wingspan of about eighteen to twenty-eight feet. Holy shit! <laughs> what? Massive. Oh my god, what? <laughs> 18 to 28 feet? Holy yeah. shit. For anyone that doesn't know, an albatross has a wingspan of like eight feet. That's what I was, I was going to say like six or eight. Six to okay. eight feet, I want to say, depending on if they're like a little one or a big one. Wow. I thought I had a handle yeah. on like the size frame I was thinking about. So this is why I get so confused as to why people are like, it's the size of a child. I'm like, wow. Right. Holy shit. Yeah, no, that is a Batman. That, well, it, and is, it, it is a Batman. Almost 30 foot wings. Yeah, that is, wow, that is impressive. That is, yeah, that is like, you could see how they'd be related to a Terra. Pterosaur. Pterosaur, yeah. Pterosaur. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and there's been a few other, like, really vague sightings. Like, there was one in Chicago, but reading that, it sounded a little bit more like Mothman. Because they're like, this winged man, bat thing. I'm like, Batman or mm -hmm. Mothman. Because from what I've heard and read about Mothman, he's very much more like Batman. Right, yeah. So that's... And possibly a hero. I've heard one story where Mothman was actually not, like, terrorizing people. He actually tried to save people from a bridge collapse. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really weird story. I don't remember him being involved in, like, trying oh. to rescue people, but it was something like he flew over the bridge right before it collapsed, and, like, <laughs> say, like the people who claimed hmm. it was seen him ended up like backing up or running away before the bridge actually collapsed so they didn't end up in the water oh damn that uh, is yeah that is something i dang i feel like cryptids you know you just you get into it and like you hear one thing and you're like okay i know this i understand this and then like something happens later on and you get this whole new thing of information you're like well now i don't know what to think <laughs> batman eats people <laughs> what? That's not what I my brother. Yeah. Took him off hey, in the mom. sky. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm going to oh. become a cryptid. <laughs> yes. One of the main things to remember about Uhuls is why they have their name. And this is going to be what closes it out for us on this story, since I don't have a ton. Is that they're called Uhul because the call they do is Uhul. So like an owl. A who goes there. They're really just giant pigeons. They kind of are. 
So that is that is the rules. If any of you listeners have a sighting or a story you want to share on the Hools and or other cryptids, email us. Yeah, you can email, email us at uh, peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com, just like Dana did. Sorry, Dana, I don't have better information for you. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to burn you up some popcorn and let you try it sometime, yeah. If you want to yell at us or send us hate mail, you can send it to our Gmail account. You can also tweet us at peculiarpairpod and uh instagram no, sorry at... we're really bad at twitter lately oh shit that's right we should... <laughs> instagram at peculiar pairings pod and you can also find us on patreon if, I, if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, patreon.com slash peculiar pairings podcast sweet it's in the description so you don't have to hunt for it uh what uh, ratings do you have for our food and drink pairing Again, mine has to go with an asterisk. Uh, personally, I'm not really a fan of sweetened popcorn. I grew up in a family that uh, is very much traditionalist when it comes to that. I mean, that is all, true. You is, all you need is butter and salt. Um, that being said, as much as I messed up this week's uh, offering, I think I would actually give M&M's a go in popcorn. It was because it didn't... Okay. It didn't necessarily like have to. Overpowering. Yeah. And it was, I'm not one who necessarily likes super crunchy popcorn. I kind of like, and that's one reason why we tend to add so much butter, or at least I do. It did kind of, in addition to allowing the salt to stick to the kernels, it kind of softens them a little bit, depending on how much you use. That's true. But um, it's also why I, I, I'm not really a fan of like, um, uh, Cracker Jacks or things like that. It's just the hard caramely, it's not for me but um yeah. something about having the m&ms in there kind of breaks up the the hardness of the kernels if that makes sense yeah but that being said I'd, I'd give this a six there again with an asterisk i didn't actually make the thing i was intending to but it was it was tasty not something i would necessarily seek out as for the uh as for the root beer i i think i'll give that a i'll give that an eight i didn't one, because I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was with, like, alcohol. Um, but uh, I, I went with a classic New York-style vanilla, and um, okay. it really did the job. I was, I was impressed. I, I also was a little concerned, for whatever reason, that with it not being real root beer exactly, because it's, like, hard root beer, yeah. It might, yeah, it might not mix together the same way, but uh, just fine. Worked out pretty yeah. well. I had those reservations initially when I made it because I did try it a few times beforehand. Just when I got everything, I'm like, okay, like I got, I got vanilla bean. I oh yeah. Just like the, just the cheap store brand because I'm like, it's going in a root beer float. I don't need the fanciest ice cream for this. Yeah. Like it's it's gonna taste good no matter what, and I do like that since usually vanilla bean doesn't have that like sweetness mm -hmm. quite as much as like a regular vanilla does. It's got a little bit of like that spice to it. Yeah. So I think that tasted really good. <clears throat> so I, I give that about an eight. I enjoyed it. The popcorn, <laughs> I'm probably, I'm going to give it like a five. Yeah. Or cause 
with mine, like once the chocolate got in there, it's just like one big hard <clears throat> mass. Yeah. <laughs> and then I burnt it, so that like didn't help flavor wise because it's it's not like a few pieces got like a little burnt and you're like, okay, like that works. It like adds the savoriness. It's like there's a good handful of pieces that got like way too burnt. Yeah. <laughs> and that that could just be the cooking method that I had where it didn't work as well. And it's usually if I go for something that is sweeter, I like more of like a kettle corn where it has the sweet and salty. Yeah. That's why I'm like having more of that balance. Yeah, I I am still a little annoyed with the video that we watched that because even even on that guy's channel, there's just no description of anything. And and it's a little misleading because mm -hmm. there again, I think most people tend to make popcorn in kind of a pot. And yeah. it's misleading with the way he he with almost all of his videos, because he makes certain other ones, he almost always throws the candy in first. And I'm, I don't know how he does it with getting the oil hot enough to actually pop popcorn kernels and keeping the rest of it from burning just straight to the pan. Yeah. I don't know. I think the thing I wasn't quite sure about is how he got it to where the chocolate didn't then become like thick and more like a ganache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if maybe that's like where I struggled is that like it started to thicken, which is why I couldn't turn it. Right. Versus like it being more of like that liquid that he had. And we'll share that on our like Instagram story for everyone so they can oh, yeah, the view video that video show. and see what, what all we're talking about. Yeah, it's um, uh, I mean, it looked tasty, just not I'm I would love to have more of a how to video. Yeah, I think that I think that's what we need is more of a how to this is how you do it video. I think I think that's what the people need. It's what they crave. It is, what, it is what we crave, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want for sure. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, I think that's everything for this week. Thanks for listening to everybody. And uh, we'll see you next Thanks, time. Thanks, listeners. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.